Welcome to Squad Pod Sports, everybody, where you bring your thoughts on the latest games and news around the sports world, brought to you by the Sideline Sports Network. Now, Ooh. as of a couple days new ago, logo. new logo and everything. Check uh, it out. So <laughs> go check out their page, check out their podcast, and check out every show in the network. Um, it's Super Bowl week, baby. We here. Ooh. We at the end of the season, almost. I to rep my boy. <laughs> you were old Tom, Tommy B. Listen. I'm not rooting for the Buccaneers. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. Okay? Tom That's where I stand Brady. now. Came a long way from the news of Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, let's go Brady. Let's go Gronk. I could care less about A.B. or Fournette or Goodwin <laughs> or one, Bruce Arians. One person that matters. Two. Two. Yeah. Two. Tom Gronk Brady and Gronk. And Tom Brady. The former Pats. Um, but yeah, it is Super Bowl week. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, kind of going in depth about what the game could be like. Um, but before we get into everything, make sure to like and subscribe right away. And make Thank sure you. this Sunday to check out our live stream of the big game. You can hang out with us while watching the game. It's going to be super fun. We'll have guests popping in and out through the whole game. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll just be be talking some, some sports shit, you know. It'll be nice. It'll be chill. Um, it's going to be the first live stream that we're doing, so that would be pretty cool. Right. So definitely check that out. We're going to start around 6 o'clock, maybe 6, quarter after 6, after we get everything set up. But yeah, should be a good time. So definitely check that out. Um, and then other news, we're going to talk about the NBA, NHL a little bit. And then for the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast, we got Super Bowl edition. Extra big. Special. Special. <laughs> special edition. How many of them? 13, 13. special facts? We got 13 special Super Bowl facts. Um, so we'll hop right in it, man. We got the Tampa Bay Gronkineers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady, and Pat Mahomes. You got goat versus baby goat. Baby so goat, yeah. Who? And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up to you. We could just hop right into this, um, mm -hmm. even just because you, you this is a good segue for it. But if Pat Mahomes loses this game, is it that big of a deal? In the grand scheme of things, realistically, Brady to has three losses. Brady has three losses already, and we still consider yeah. him the GOAT. You yeah. know? If he has this fourth one, eh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, most We'll talk about that when it gets there, but I'm more or less focused on Pat Mahomes at this point. One Pat win, Holmes. one loss. Is it really that big of a deal? Um, I don't think so. Cause, I mean, even this week, uh, Tom Brady, the GOAT himself, said about how he sees Patrick Mahomes going to multiple Super Bowls through his career. He's he said he's going to see a, a lot more of these. So yeah. being one and one, especially losing to Tom Brady, like out of all people, like I don't think that's like a big knock on on his career at all. You know, I right. expect him to be back and not only be back but win some other more Super Bowls. You know, now so one one take I did hear on the radio this week about this specific question here well not even about yeah. this question but about the matchup was 15 years down the line we're looking pat mahomes has four or five super bowls mm -hmm. and where this question arises the lebron versus michael jordan like who's the greatest of all time pat mahomes or tom brady yeah can you really give pat mahomes the nod if he lost to brady 15 years ago, 45 years old in the Super Bowl type. Like they, they brought up that interesting, like it's that, very that hypothetical. That is an interesting fact. It's but like I mean... if you, if you 
lost to him already. You lost to old man Brady. How yeah. can we consider you the goat type of thing? Like it's just that. I don't know. You know it's just... Because I don't know if anybody's gonna be top topping Brady as the goat just based off of his ten Super Bowls in twenty years stat right. alone. That's hard. You know? That's hard to do. And not only but that, hard but like to do with winning impossible. six of them, you know, yeah. like more than anybody. So, I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard for Pat Mahomes to top him anyway. But yeah. you're right. I mean, if if he does get beat by Tom Brady, that does beg the question. Like, will he ever top Tom Brady? You lost to him when he was in the AFC a bunch of times. Yeah. You lost to him when he went to the AFC, made to the Super Like, can you, you can't beat Tom Brady. Can you really be the GOAT? Like, it's just... Like I yeah. said, it's speculation for, for years and yeah. years, but I thought it was an interesting point that they, they brought up. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily hurts him at all, though. I no. I don't think anybody's going to be topping Brady as GOAT, like, no. possibly ever, man. Like, maybe, that's going to be a hard thing to do. Well, maybe we're, all, we're, we're dead and yeah, gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to see it happen, I don't think. 60, um, 70 touchdowns is like the average in the NFL in 50 years. You know what yeah. I mean? But, I mean, on the other hand, I don't think if Tom Brady loses, it's going to affect his career really at all. I mean, he's still the GOAT. Um, I feel you on that. I just... Ten. He's 1-6. It's like... Still has a positive record in Super so Bowls. It's so tough. Because, yeah, you still won 6. But, like, I think about it, like, LeBron James, what's he, 4-6? and six? Yeah. Kind of the yeah. opposite. Mm-hmm. And, like... Everybody gives him shit about that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like six losses is a lot. I feel like four losses is a lot. But yeah, but, but but you have six wins. So I mean, at the end of the day, your record's still positive. So it is what it is. Can't win I would them still all. think it's favorable. Can't win them all. But six and four, I don't know, man. I think seven and three and Super Bowls would be mm-hmm. crazy. <clears throat> that, would that would be, be. wild. That's six like, and three. He's already like, okay. to go, but that's even more cemented. Like what we talked about last week was he's just like furthering himself, distancing himself yeah. from anybody else that's played QB. Max at Kellerman tweeted about since Tom, since he made his Tom Brady cliff theory, over the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady's had a Hall of Fame career just since then. You know what that's I mean? Just he's like, he just wants to Super make himself Bowl, look but... good at that play. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right, right. I, yeah, he's just trying to make himself look good that he predicted this. But, like, I thought his predict his over-the-cliff thing was bullshit anyway. Like, Tom Brady yeah. was winning Super Bowls as that was happening. As you know? it was happening. Yeah, people knocked Tom Brady for losing to the Eagles, but he still put up 500 yards, and he damn, like, he won that Super Bowl. Like, any other QB that does that, he won the Super Bowl. Like, I That's don't know, man. crazy. But Tom Brady, man, he's just on another level. I don't think he's ever – I don't think he's even reached over – went over the cliff yet. Like, he's no, still going. I think he's, he's, still going like, up. he's coming up on it. He's on his tricycle coming yeah. up to the top of the hill right now. He's almost <laughs> at the top of the hill. But he is not there yet, bro. He's, not yet. Not he's yet. looking to get – he's like, oh, I heard they wanted to name the, the Vince Lombardi after Bill Belichick. <laughs> nah, nah, we name it at the Tom Brady Tom trophy. Brady. <laughs> and I mean, just like this week, he was asked during the, the Super Bowl presser if he would consider playing past the age of 45. And he said, yeah, definitely. I would definitely consider that. It has to be 100% commitment on my part to do it. So, yeah. I mean, he's already thinking about it. Like, Which he's ready to run it back. Which is years out from yeah. here. 
Yeah, so I remember pretty, being no, he's playing next year. Three, four years ago, people were like, "Oh, Tom Brady might retire after this." <laughs> I just and I'm I'm sitting here like, nah. He ain't gonna retire. I know that. he ain't gonna retire. TV TV twelve <laughs> method. I I watch it. I see it. Every like, look at him now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Look at him. Goes like leaves and then goes right to the Super Bowl again. Can't believe it. Begs the question about Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean that was a conversation here the past couple of days due to your boy Danny Amendola saying mm-hmm. about the Patriot way is. People saying the Patriot way is possibly Bill Belichick and that team, the Patriots, but it seems like it's actually Tom Brady. People saying free agents didn't want to come to New England to be coached by Bill Belichick. They wanted to come to New England to play with the great Tom Brady. Yeah. Makes sense to me. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, I always kind of assumed that's what they were doing as well. I didn't like, I assume that like when players, free agents go to Patriots, it was to get a Super Bowl and play with Tom Brady. Because I feel like yeah. everybody would want to play with Tom Brady. And it league. was like, uh, just like <laughs> you would just play with Bill Belichick because of yeah. the situation more. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's I'm just still, like, and Bill, I trust a thousand percent. Like, that is my coach. He is legendary. I think he's the greatest coach of all time, even though yeah. he's got a cloud over his head with all this <laughs> BS in the background. Yeah, you know, half of it is. I'm not even getting into that, yeah. but he's got this cloud of BS above his head as cheater, and so it's like you have as many people who want to consider him the greatest coach of all time. You have just as many people that want to make sure he doesn't get anything, you know. Yeah. So it's it's like, yeah, I just I want to <laughs> see like we were having this conversation before. I want to see if he can at least make it back to a Super Bowl. If he can make a contending team without Tom Brady before he retires, you know. Yeah. Let's see Definitely. what happens. Yeah, man. Um, so I do have some stats here. Talk about the Super Bowl before we kind of get into like what our predictions are and what we think are going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to go back to around the middle of the season here. Whatever Tampa and Kansas City played each other. Uh, right. The final score ended up 27 to 24. Kansas City won. Um, in that game, Tom Brady threw for 345 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. And Pat Mahomes had 462 yards and three touchdowns, Dang. no interceptions. Yeah, he threw for 460 Jeez. yards, man. Where was <laughs> that? that? Um, I don't know offhand, to be honest. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I didn't have that saved. Um, but Tyreek Hill, he had 269 yards that game. That was the in game. The first he, quarter, right? Yeah. Didn't he have I think a that was the game he shitload in the first quarter? Yeah. Um, Gronkowski had 100 yards that game. Damn, <laughs> like, okay. Gronkowski blew up that game. Nice. So, I mean, and uh, Ronald Jones had 66 yards. Um, at Kansas City, pretty much everybody almost had in that running back core had over 20 yards. They were kind of spreading the ball around through the running nice, back. Nice. Um, okay. So, I mean, so if that's any indication here going forward, yeah, so we could have a really good game. I can't forward. wait. I, I cannot wait, wait man. This um, game's a lot so of people good. have been saying, like, this could possibly be one of the greatest Super Bowls we ever see. <laughs> yeah, um, so, I mean, like, everybody's expecting it to like be got very good defense. Like, people kind of expect it to uh, be like what the Eagles and Patriots were, where it was just back and forth. 
And whoever really here. gets the first defensive stop, that could win the game, you know, for him. Eric Fisher being out with the Achilles, I'm pretty sure that's what his injury <laughs> was. He just went out in the, in the uh, AFC Championship game last week. Yeah. Can that O-line hold up? That's the yeah. thing. Like, that's true. But on the flip side of that, Pat Mahomes and these Chiefs, he is the number one he is the number one QBR under pressure this season. Yeah. So like it's like even if you pressure him, he's gonna find a way to do his crazy circus plays and just mm-hmm. bomb it down the field. So Yeah, absolutely. And I mean the other question is the whole how bad is the turf toe situation? Like, is it like yeah. is, I know he's not fully a hundred percent, but like is that are they gonna try to rely on the run at the beginning of the game trying to get something going, or are they just going to come out just trying to beat the bricks off well, of them? You know? Depends on what Brady does. You know, there's a weird stat about him in the Super Bowl. He, in this nine straight appearances, not straight, but in all nine appearances here, has never yeah. scored in the first quarter. Has I, never I, scored I heard about that the other score. day. I saw that, and I was like, that is crazy. Notoriously slow starter in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I go through yeah. it every time. Like, that uh, could bite them, uh, and I mean, it's not even just Tom Brady, but look at the Bucks this season, and they just yeah. they. It seems like they don't really find themselves until the second half of games. I think the the Chiefs have a record this year for the most points scored in the second quarter, right, or something like that. It's something that it like, wouldn't surprise it me. The, it might be the Packers actually. So let me scratch that stat because I don't have that written down here, so I don't know that for yeah. a fact or not. It might be the Packers and Aaron Rodgers having the most points scored in the second quarter in like history of like <laughs> the season. It was, but that let's just scratch that one because I don't have the stats on that. One. <laughs> but um, I I did want to talk about a little bit about how this is obviously Brady's tenth Super Bowl here, but Gronk yeah. has a potential to win his third Super Bowl, which would be pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm I think there's two tight ends tied for four, um, so he wouldn't be the leader. Um, yeah. A B. Le'Veon, yeah, Super that's a, Bowl. That's a storyline that's going on right now. Uh, the Benz. two former Steelers that were kind of exiled and every pretty much were made as like enemies. Like Business they were made to be booming. bad guys of the NFL. And Business then look at them; booming, they're both in a Super Bowl. <laughs> Shady in a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Shady's at a Super Bowl again. You know, mm-hmm. he he got to get one last year, you know. That's what I was Except like, now uh, he's now he's on the opposite side. He's not even yeah. he's not on Kansas City this year. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Like to see see Shady finally. Like even though he was he's never like a he's not a great like he's not a, a he might be a Hall of Famer by the end of it when it's all said and done. Maybe. But I don't think he's a great like he's not a uh you know yeah AP. He's not Adrian P. But yeah. like it's it, it's like. It's just I'm I'm very happy to see players like that finally because he's been in the league for so long, injury yeah. come back from it, great season injury yeah. come back from it. like it. He's one of those players you know that he's a great player. He's had his moments where you're like, oh yeah, I remember when like Shady McCoy did this like the snow game, the snowball. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but like yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. I mean, and it's not like he's from I mean, around he here, man. Super Bowl last year, but it's not like he was really like he wasn't doing that much to right. like. In the game, you know, I think he only but he's did. Also, like, Harrisburg boy, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm right hometown repping. Here, so hometown repping. Let's go shady. Uh, go shady. So I mean, I always like to see former birds do well too. So I mean, yeah, it was great to see 
you know, Andy Reid finally get one last year, and I would like to see him right. get one again. But it was also really cool to see Shady get one at the same time last right. year. Um, but I mean, we're, we could be looking at a pretty high scoring game here. It could be a back and forth, depending on if, mm-hmm. if Tampa Bay can get a roll in early. Um, I, I expect some runs, but man, I, I think it's going to be all passing, man. I think they're yeah. just going to be trying to bomb it on each other. I think it's going to be a shootout the whole yeah. time. How, yeah. how the weapons that Kansas City has, the weapons that Tampa Bay has, it's going to yeah. be a shootout. I, I cannot wait for this game. I do yeah. have a couple more little things I wanted to say about it. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, no cannons when they score touchdowns. Did you see that? I didn't the Tampa see that. Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are only allowed to use their cannons that when they, they shoot. Like, nope. Only only in the introductions. They're not even allowed to, to oh. use them when they score touchdowns because they're because... supposed to be a neutral field. Yeah. Like, but they are allowed to use them in the introductions, apparently. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's... <laughs> But if they win, they can use them as much as they want. That's what yeah. the thing they said. They could. They said if they win, those cannons will not stop going off. Like, so, like, pretty much. And then another interesting thing: Buccaneers, first time ever with a, a Super Bowl staff with four black coordinators. You know wow, what I mean? Okay. Defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, assistant head coach, and the special mm-hmm. teams coordinator are all black head or coordinators. So it was nice. it's the first time for that as well. And I'm like, nice, nice. So that's that's awesome. Pretty cool. Always cool to yeah. see that type of stuff. Now we well. start getting these dudes some head coaching jobs here. Be enemy. Yeah, be enemy. So <laughs> hopefully that happens here. But um that's that's pretty much the little tidbits that I had for it as far as yeah. that goes. And I mean, going back to your point you said earlier about how uh the part of the O-line being injured for Kansas City. On the other side, that defensive line for Tampa Bay is no joke, man. They Uh-oh. no joke. They are scary. So Pat Mahomes could be on the run too. So Someone that like you saw how about. they were getting after Aaron Rodgers, you know. And Aaron Rod, right. I feel like Green Bay has a decent O-line. I know they had one dude out, but Aaron Rodgers was just getting hammered. Yeah, like I'll play after play, man. Tampa so he's gonna attack them all game. Exactly. All game. So I mean, they're just gonna have to, you know. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are are the Chiefs. So right. I mean, there's they. It seems like right. they just have a switch. They can just flip on whenever they're getting serious and want to score touchdowns. They're like, all right, it's time. The Bucks have a ball hawking defense though. Like they are so they are so good at forcing turnovers. It's just if Brady can't Brady can't throw three picks. Like, come on now. But they they are so yeah. good at forcing turnovers, whether it be a fumble or or an interception. So, I, I'm yeah. it's it's gonna be a good matchup, man. Stay, tune in to our Super Bowl live stream, watch Definitely. the game, and Definitely. have us on your computer on the side, just chilling, or on your phone. Yeah. Turn on, turn chilling, off the right? commentary on the TV. You don't need don't none need of that. that. You're gonna get some real yeah. real talk. You're gonna get all the the real. There's gonna be expletives. Dropped, I'm sure. <laughs> You're going to get stuff you can't see on TV here. Yes. It's going to exactly. be fun. We're going to have some guests popping in. So that that's going to be really cool. Um, who are, officially, officially official, who are you picking for the Super Bowl? I am going with, for Super Bowl 55 in 2021, Tom Brady. Tom, yeah, baby. Tom <laughs> I mean, are you really that surprised? I'm you not. Really no, I just I, we just no. needed to get an official 
uh, prediction on the record. I'm going to go uh, ahead and write that down. Vernon Mentee's pick is Tampa Bay. Okay. And I am going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to with Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid. I think they can do it. Even last year, like I remember you picked the 49, 49ers, and I picked the Chiefs, and it started out rough. started out <laughs> rough, but then they turned it right on. I think this is a, a team that's it's not going to be like that this year. It seems like you saw it through the playoffs. Kansas City is just like rolling from the first yeah. first drive, you know. They're not the same as they were last year. They're even better. No, they're a well-oiled machine at this point. Do so, have another interesting thing here as yeah. far as you goes. You actually Ooh. back in week eight of this season, oh. me, you, and our special guest Alex made our mm-hmm. mid-season predictions for the for the end of the year. Alex picked Green Bay and Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady as the MVP of the year. I picked okay. Pitts, I picked Pittsburgh and Seattle in the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers as the MVP at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, in the Super Bowl, 100% you picked that shit back in week eight. But this is where you slipped up a little bit. You had that Russ picks- as the MVP. Russell oh, Wilson. I got Russ as the MVP. Yeah. So, and I, mean, I don't see it happening. How crazy but it was you- back then at week eight when Russ was the front runner for MVP. Right. Or like looked like he couldn't be stopped, and then look what happened. But um, you were definitely spot on with your picks. A hundred percent. Did I say who I picked to win? No, we didn't pick the winners back then. We just, we just picked the matchup. We match just picked up. who was going to be in it. Hold up, let me see. Maybe, maybe. You did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got. Yeah, you did. You picked Kansas City back then too. Hey, I, just, I wrote it right next to it. So Kansas City, see. Tampa Bay was your pick, and you picked Kansas City. So you stick let's to see. your guns. Yep, I will stick to it. I think it could happen. Hey. Hey man, you got you start making some <laughs> crazy bets. You had a great record this year, and you picked the Super Bowl correctly. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start, man. <laughs> um, I do have some other NFL news here as well. Um, other than the big trade, we'll get to that here in a second. Mm. Uh, but Seattle's pl- is planning to hire the Rams passing coordinator, uh, Shane Waldron, as offensive coordinator. Um, okay. la- the Rams have now lost Waldron. Brad Holmes, Ray Agnew, Joe Barry, and Aubrey Pleasant from their coaching staff. So, like, they've lost Damn. everybody so, so far. So they're going to be looking for a, a lot of coaches going forward. Um, Eagles hired Florida Gators offensive coordinator Brian Johnson as their new QB coach. Okay. So that's interesting. I was not expecting that. Um, the next one here, the Ravens assistant head coach, wide receiver coach, David Culley. Um, I don't think he got the, is he the next head coach? Texans. Yeah. The Texans head coach. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was getting him he's, and the GM they hired confused. I, I, I'm pretty sure I he's off the, uh, Andy Reed coaching tree there. Yeah. Yep. But he's so also a 27 year vet in the NFL. So they said this dude knows his football. So yeah. Um, new head coach today, OC, Tim Kelly, DC, Lovey Smith. An assistant, Josh McCowan, is part of their staff. Lovey Smith for uh, yeah. Houston. Nice, yes, nice, he's going nice. to be the defensive coordinator, and Josh McCowan is the assistant head coach. Okay. Which Josh McCowan's getting okay. into the coaching okay. game. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's still like, nah. 
Get me out. No. No. Get me to Miami. Get me to New Um, York. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, uh, the GM, in his introductory press conference, first thing he said, we have zero interest on trading Deshaun Watson. Um, And as a report today, I saw rumors are saying Deshaun is planning to sit out the season if he's not traded. Right. And I have this that I brought up. Um, with a 10.54 million salary in 2021, Deshaun Watson would stand to lose $620,000 per game missed. They can find him almost 100,000 if he misses minicamp. <laughs> they can find him 50,000 per training camp day missed, and they can find him 620. 620- yeah, and per they can also day. find him 620,000 per preseason game missed if they have preseason. Oh my. So God. per Look game how- he can. Money. Yeah, six hundred twenty thousand per game missed. So he has he to really sit down and assess if he can stand and lose all this money by skipping a season, or just play, or just play, man. I mean, at this point, I don't know. I understand that he probably doesn't trust the management at all because I guess they just weren't going to him to see like for suggestions on who what they should go with. But man. You just signed a deal last year. That's that's what I mean. I think he's a little bit too young. Even though he probably did get hoodwinked by yeah. everything that happened, um, you still, man, like you did yeah. sign a contract. He doesn't have any leverage in the situation, and I mean, I could see if maybe year four or five in a five-year deal. Yeah, but what's and the year thing two? is, he has a Three? no trade clause where he kind of gets to pick where he wants to go, but. Yeah. Any team that's going to offer for him, I feel they they're just going to try to lowball him. I feel because they're just they know that if that they're going to have to trade him, like he wants to be traded. I feel so. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to try to pull one over on Houston, but I, Houston, on the other hand, is not going to trade him unless they get a king's ransom for if him. If Houston gets anything less than three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. They they deserve everything <clears throat> that they have coming to them oh, for yeah. the next 10 years. Most, most they need definitely. to get at least three first-round picks. I don't care what years, at least three first-round picks. Most plus def- some. Yeah, because, I mean, speaking of picks, uh, the trade that just happened, uh, Detroit traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams in exchange for two for future first-round picks and a right. third-round pick and Jerry Goff. And your franchise quarterback. Yeah. So if that is what Matt Stafford cost, two imagine, first, a third, and a QB, a, a franchise QB, a franchise QB, a Super Bowl appearing yeah. quarterback, yeah, someone a you know can do it. MVP the team that firmer. just had ten wins, over ten wins, like he can do it. You know, Sean Watson might get four first rounders and Sam Darnold and the owners Bentley. First, you know, like it's gonna be crazy. It's crazy, bro. and I mean, and Jared Goff came out and said, "I'm just excited to be somewhere that I know that wants me and appreciates me." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it seems like there's just like what we talked about before, how there was bad blood between Goff and and McVay, Turned and I mean, fast. yeah, and uh, and we talked about before how like everybody kind of like they saw it at the end of the season. They're like, "Oh, there's trouble brewing between them," but on the other hand. Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, you saw this trouble the whole year this was going on. So it was like you showed two different different stories of organizations. You just didn't have the QB behind golf that would possibly take the rate. That's the difference, I guess. And the fans at Philly are so crazy as far as like 
half yeah. of them are like you, which think logically. The other half, um, they just impulse. Bro, you know what I mean? they're just like. I, it's hard for me to look like we'll get into it then, but it's hard for me to look at Twitter, Eagles Twitter, because they are just rip Carson Wentz. And he hasn't said shit. The dude has stayed <laughs> quiet through the whole thing, and they still ripping him like he's like he came out and like dissed the franchise or some shit. Like they just like listen to all already. these. They're listening to all these rumors that like don't hold, have any weight to them, and they're just tearing Whoa. this dude apart when he hasn't even done anything. So it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, half like part of me hates the Philly fan base for what it is, but the other, I know there are some good, good folks in there that that stink so, a lot. There's a ton. There's yeah. a ton of them. Because you got you got football fans, man. You got every yeah. fan base has football fans like that. Patriots got yeah. football fans like they're fair weather yeah. fans. But like it's just there's people that are ready to get rid of Belichick. I'm sure. Yeah, I bet you somewhere. You know what I mean. But like, I feel like it just surprised me because when before you mentioned Hurts and the fact that there's a quarterback behind Carson causing all of this, I'm thinking to myself, how is L.A. a team in L.A. With this type of drama in the locker room not getting the coverage that Philadelphia Eagles situation was getting, but you brought up Maybe the point. Maybe it's because they were winning, too. Doing. They had a winning record. Yeah. They were getting dubs. They were so wishy-washy all season. We were, we yeah. were, I remember us talking about that. It wasn't like the Eagles they? They could barely get a win, end up with yeah. four wins. The, they were already being looked at. They're like, this team's abysmal. What's going on? And at that point, they were just finding every little thing in the organization. They, oh, here's the issue. On. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many reports that were coming out. And finally, we've had a quiet week. I haven't heard anything out of Eagles camp at all, really, yeah. other than the whole Nick Sirianni press conference. But I feel like, what is this, um, two weeks in a row, the only news out of Patriots camp is players talking shit on the Patriots? I think. Yeah, um, Matt Stafford came out. and Well, not, he didn't say it, but apparently Matt Stafford... <laughs> Wanted to be traded anywhere but New England. That was the report that anywhere. came out. Anywhere and but New England, which I is just really state, odd. I, on the record, I did say this last week. We don't you watch did say anyway, last week. Stafford. You, Get out of here. Great, he must be watching the podcast. Because I feel like he saw that out. and he's like, I don't want to fucking go to New England anyway. Like, I don't know who this guy is. Matt Stafford, if you're watching this right now, good luck in L.A. I hope you do well. <laughs> I hope Matt Stafford does do well at LA. That's it. I got nothing bad to say about Matt Stafford. Matt I just Stafford's don't think... been a decent player his whole career, and he's just right. been held down by that damn organization. You know what I just watched today, coincidentally? Like I said, I don't got no actual hate for Matt Stafford. I've never yeah. have. Yeah. But like just today, I watched the um. It's the longest clip in NFL history, films history. The longest mm-hmm. uncut. Have you ever seen that on floating around? It's him. I don't know. At the end of the game. You know what I mean? He's like, Hut, goes, misses, gets sacked. The camera's, he's mic'd up and the camera's on him the whole time. It's like an NFL films type of you yeah. know, video. And he's just like, fucked his shoulder up. He like, goes off to the sideline, lays on the ground. Culpepper goes in. He's laying there and there, he's just like, they still haven't run a play yet. Uh, Cleveland calls a timeout. They're like, literally, this, the Lions only need a touchdown to win the game. Cleveland calls a timeout. Matt Stafford is laying on the ground. He's like, time out. That means I can go back in, right? He stands up. Like, the camera has not <laughs> left him since he hiked the ball, got hit, went to the sideline. He's It's it's dope clip if you've never seen it. He gets up, and he's like, all right, he's, all right I'm going back in. I can throw the ball if you need me to throw the ball because his other arm is the one he could throw. Yeah. With, you know, But, like, he he's, I can throw if you need to throw. 
He goes in, hut, throws a touchdown, hobbles <laughs> off to the sideline, and he sits on the bench and he's just like, "It's out!" Like he's, it's, 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 it's a great clip, man. It, and the awesome. commentators are just talking about like, "That's how you win a city over. That's how you win a city over." And it's just, yeah, just. I mean, Detroit loved Matt Stafford, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's been nothing but, but really good for him. It was just unfortunately the rest of the team they just didn't really like have any success they just could couldn't really find the right pieces they had calvin um, and that's yeah it. yeah um on the opposite side of the trade um according to peter king uh sean mcveigh's mindset is it's not about winning the trade it's about winning the super bowl that's why he traded jared goff and getting matt stafford it's about winning the super bowl and i guess he just <laughs> didn't think that jared goff was capable of winning a super bowl uh, all right if that's what you want to put on record, McVay. Uh, apparently. I don't know if he... Apparently, that was according to Peter King, who's an NFL reporter. You know, uh, that's that's up to him. I don't know if that's words out of McVay's mouth, but that's what was reported. I believe it. Um, McVay is so weird. Um, the Rams mm-hmm. aren't going to have a first-round pick. Don't have a first-round pick from 2017 to 2023 now. Six straight years or seven? Are they counting 2020 like as a... Is that seven years or six? You know what I mean? Like how many... Because I don't know how... You know how it always folds into the next year. I feel like six. That's still Um, a ton. But we thought apparently... Here's a crazy stat. You would think that would be the most. But Washington went an entire decade of the 70s without a first round draft pick. And they won Super Bowls in the 70s, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have to look that Maybe up. Not. But they went an entire decade without uh, having a first-round draft pick, and um, and the Rams aren't going to have one from 2017 to 2023. That's a stat I have here. So wild. Yeah. So I mean, that was some crazy news. So Matt Stafford is going to be crazy seeing him in L.A. I don't know what they're going to do with the cap space because all their players are on huge contracts. Um. I mean, they got rid of some of it with Jared Goff, but still, you got a lot of players that have big contracts. They're, they have a lot right. of cap to make up. Um, in other news, apparently the Cowboys are going to offer Dak a five-year, $175 million contract. Um, and apparently they're... I was just un- talking about that. Yeah, they're unwilling to go... It's 37. Yeah, apparently they're unwilling to go above $35 million a year due to... Mm-hmm his lack of playoff wins, and his injury history now. Okay. So everybody knew as soon as he got injured, they were going to use that to their leverage in some way or another. Um, but, yeah, they're planning to offer him the five-year deal that he wants, but it's probably not going to be the money that he wants, you know. Right. It's not going to um, be anywhere near the, the Pat Mahomes contract. Yeah. Um, oh, and a little bit of uh, Super Bowl news that I didn't bring up when we were talking about it. Um Apparently, the barber within the Super Bowl quote quarantine area that they have for the players that cuts the players' hair tested positive for COVID, yeah. and two of the Chiefs players were sidelined at practice just because it was just safety protocol. Apparently, they haven't had any positive tests on the Chiefs or the Buccaneers. Um, it was just safety precautions, just getting those guys away. It was a what do they call it? Contact tracing, but it was yeah. a little a little scare, a little a little hiccup. During the Super Bowl week, they're like, oh, man, players are going to be missing the Super Bowl. 
Um, apparently, everybody's testing negative as of right now, so we're still good to go. No moving a game. No, no moving, no pushing the Super Bowl back. <laughs> All right, um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And the other little bit of news, uh, I have two things here to cover. Highest graded QB in Super Bowl history since 2000, not Super Bowl history, highest graded QB in Super Bowl since 2006, Nick Foles at 92%. Since, <laughs> 92.3. Since 2006. Since 2006. That, who won in 2005? Tom Brady? Probably. I'm not going to lie. Yep. It didn't show me. All I have yep. is the stat that Nick. 2005, Tom Brady and them Patriots against them Philadelphia Eagles, (laughs) 24-21. I don't know. I don't. I'm just saying that is the that's the last year. 2005 is when I think that was the 2004 season that Mm -hmm. we played with that Eagles played the Patriots though. 2004-2005 because the game the game was played February 6, 2005. I got yeah, a list okay. of them right here. Got you, got you, got you. Because, like, you had to be curious about the Washington thing. Washington yeah. has been the five Super Bowls since the 70s. Wow. Since, I guess, they had a 10 years. They went in 73. They lost to Miami. And then, um, looks like, in 83, they won. And then, in 88, they won. And they lost in 84. So they had three in the 80s directly after all those. As soon as they started getting first-round picks again, they were able to build something. (laughs) In 92, they were also in it. So, like, the the 80s and the very early 90s, they they were like, okay, okay. And they haven't been nothing since. So, (laughs) Um, The other NFL thing I have here, um, most recent season having the best record in the NFC. Um, I didn't see one on the AFC, which I'm sure it was just the Patriots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, most recent season having uh, the best record in the NFC, the Packers at 2020, 49ers 2019. Um, somehow the Saints are at 2019 as well. I don't know why they yeah, have two. I think they were both 13 and three. Okay, so yeah, they're tied then. That makes sense. The Rams in 2018, the Vikings and Eagles in 2017. Um, the Cowboys in 2016, the Panthers in 2015, Seahawks 2014, Falcons 2012, Giants in 2008, Bears in 2006, Bucks in 2002, the Washington football team in 1991, the Cardinals in 1974, Damn, and the Lions. Yeah, and the Lions. No, they haven't. They have never had the best record in the NFC. Never, <laughs> never. The Lions are the they only team. Sure as hell. Yeah, the I've last the time the Cardinals record. have had the best record in the NFC was in 1974. Damn. Yeah, the and the Lions have never had the best record in the NFC. I think That's the wild. Patriots was either 16 or maybe 14. One of those years we went 14 and two was probably the last time we had the best record in the AFC because lately there have been teams that Eight. have had the one seeds. Above us, even if we get a bye week, we've been getting the two seed, you know. Yeah. Like Baltimore was real good the one year. I think they were fourteen and two. Yeah. Like that, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um. And another personal question. I it wasn't any news or anything, but before we move on, what was your favorite either moment or storyline of the of the NFL season before we hit the Super Bowl? Hmm. This is a tough question. It is a tough question. I had to think about it for a minute. 
favorite moment. Of and this. on the opposite end, what was your worst moment? Okay. Worst moment. I got a lot of them. I had one that immediately <laughs> popped into my head was the Bills game. Even though this Patriots team wasn't going to end up doing nothing, the f- fact that you are like Cam Newton had that bust out run. He he got the first down, and yeah. we were like, eh, then we're in field goal position. We're in field goal rage. Yes, yes, we're gonna tie the game. Go to overtime, at least, at least, you know, at least. Next play, Cam Newton run the ball, fumbles. I'm like, I'm just shell shocked. Like I was, game, Bills, it's over. I think that was the second one. No, that was the first game of the season because they destroyed us in the second game of the year. That was the first <laughs> game that we played the yeah. Bills. But that was a was a uh, that I think that was one of the first times this year where I was like, uh, okay, it's probably unrealistic that we're gonna be doing anything major this year. Type of feeling, like that type of feeling where I was just like, yeah. okay, Camp do it's not 2015 Camp do <laughs> like, Yeah, everybody was right. But anyway. As far as best moment of the year, or best storyline, more like was it had to be Patriot specific? No, anything, okay. anything in the NFL. I got one. This is kind of off topic, but Baltimore has um, there was this little kid named Mo. He would do like radio shows and stuff, and like yeah. I know he was kind of like not super involved with the team, but kind of involved with uh, things going on. And he ended up passing away. He was terminally ill um, and ended up passing away. And they had Baltimore put the, the M and the O in Baltimore in the end zone. They painted it gold for the whole season. It was gold. Oh, like, that's it, cool. It stood out. It just said Mo. Like, yeah. all year. I didn't even know this until, like, week I didn't know that. 15, 16, when, when I heard about it on the radio, they were like, yeah. they said it. And I looked, I'm looking at pictures, and I'm like, holy shit, their end zone the Baltimore, the M and the O in it are gold for Mo, and I'm like, that is so crazy. And it was just that it's the type of stuff that was like making me tear up on the way to work as I'm yeah. like listening to this, like because they're playing like his clips of his like comment, like him talking about stuff, and like he had an interview with John Harbaugh where he was like talking about like him choking or something. I forget what like and like <laughs> they were just busted up about how this kid had the balls to ask that coach that question or something. Yeah. Like, it, and oh man it was it was just great it was just it that was probably my favorite story as far as like storylines in the nfl goes i'm not really sure off the top of my head that's probably the best one i could come up with i I was surprised you didn't say the tom brady storyline this year no i wanted to go to the super bowl subconsciously i want to (laughs) that was the obvious one i don't even want to say that that's that's nothing to do with me so like i'm just like neither is baltimore's thing but like I, I don't want I want to distance myself from Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl other than me repping him. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to rep him, but like that has nothing to do with the Patriots. That has nothing to do with I can't take no glory in this other than Tom <laughs> Brady. Let's go Tom Brady. But that's not our that's not our Super Bowl. So Yeah, that's true. But it's still it's it's, it's somewhat of a victory because you've been supporting the dude for so many years. It makes That's me like if, happy. if Jimmy Butler would have won the finals last year, that would have been like a victory in my eyes. Like Jimmy right. Butler like won a chip after even even leaving it Chicago. Makes me you know? Very yeah. happy to see yeah. him like because I'm I'm I lived with it for the last twenty years of me being able to reap the benefits <laughs> of like yeah, my quarterback could like whoop. You're like, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. Oh, 
doesn't matter who it is, like Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> Philip Rivers, Peyton Manning. He's taken down yeah. AFC quarterbacks for years, and then an NFC quarterback here and there. His first season in the NFC. Yeah. His first season in the NFC, and he beats straight to a Super Drew Bowl. Brees and Aaron Rodgers, wins three road games to go to a Super Bowl. And his first – that so that type of shit makes me happy. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's goddamn right. Prove them wrong. Keep proving them wrong, because you know, <laughs> I've been defending you for years, motherfucker. Like, yeah, talking about you need to deflate them footballs, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, like all this BS. <laughs> Prove them wrong, Tom. But now you're going up against Pat Mahomes, and I'm, I'm like, man, I don't know if you can do it. We'll see. We'll see, man. That's gonna we'll be see. a really good game. Um, mm-hmm. for me, the, my worst. I don't know if I want to say the whole Eagles season, or. <laughs> Just Carson Wentz in general, just like Carson that's saga. my worst moment. The Carson saga, that's probably my worst moment. Not the whole the saga, just this this, this year, the story, yeah. this like the 2020 Carson, mm-hmm. like that's that's the part I, so I hate most. Up and down. Yeah, I'm hoping they like get a first, down, man. At first, it was like he we had high hopes, trying to just do it all by himself. Yeah, and then it turned into like he's he's trying to do too much. You know yeah, what I mean? he's tried or... to too much, man, and it just didn't work out. And I and I mean, I talked about it ex- at extensive, like numerous times. Like, it wasn't just him. Like, there yeah. was other issues with yeah. him. The, the O line was so banged up, dude. It was so like tore up. That We're, didn't help. Um, and then the coaching the and the game plan helping. on top of it. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? It was just making but it like, worse. Exactly. So they but had like, to do even, something. When Jalen came in, he had the first couple games that were decent, but like it, it started turning to the same situation. You know, he was just able to, to kind of make it look better because he was he was more mobile. You know, Cam Newton got benched this year too, a couple times. Yeah, so like I feel, so I feel... we'll see what happens with the Carson saga going forward. Surprisingly, on the best, on one of my favorite mem- uh, moments of the year is uh, we'll see if it happens again. But the saga of the old Cleveland Browns being nothings last year the past cut like how many years 20 years now and then look at them Never you know they started they got more than 10 wins they were going into a playoffs everybody said they were going to lose immediately to the steelers <laughs> shut and them up shut won. up a bunch of people they yeah they won <laughs> they gave they gave kansas city a game man so i mean now the they're Cleveland getting odell Brown, back well, yeah exactly we talked about it right after they were eliminated it was like the, the Browns fans should have nothing to hang their heads about. This is a great yeah. start to like, a. you can see what they can do now. They just have something to build off of now. So who knows how good they can be next season. And I, it was really cool to see the Browns and the Browns fans actually have something to, to cheer about, you know, who would have thought that they who would thought? come out of that division with a 10 and 0 Steelers or a Baltimore Ravens. That yeah. They were coming out. I mean, they didn't, I know the Steelers still won the division, but like, yeah, Cleveland was that right division, there. That division could be tough going over the next couple because you got three teams that could be competing for that number one yeah. spot. They're always uh, good though. Like yeah. I mean, even when the Bengals were kind of mediocre, they were they were giving people games because they always had would have like a, a decent enough defense. You know? <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Ocho Cinco, AJ Green, shit like that. Yeah, but like that's all. We'll see what they do even with Joe Burrow. Yeah, exactly. See if they can actually build around him, build an O line, because he that dude was just getting sacked nonstop, man. Um, 
But my, one of my other favorite moments was just the Bills in general, man. The Bills yeah. were just having such a good season. They were having a good time. They were just having fun playing football, man. Josh Allen, Wheels, he had an amazing season. Wheels. Yeah. Me and Wyatt nicknamed Wheels. Wheels. We, we it just sucks to, to see wheels. their season end the way that the way that it did to the powerhouse Chiefs, who are now just like they were just getting stronger. They were just like leveling up, going up a Super Saiyan level every game. At that point, the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, they finally got past. Oh, great! Tom Brady's out the division. We could win. God damn it! Pat Mahomes is running the NFL now. <laughs> like, so, like, <laughs> Josh Allen has to be even greater than great next year. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think that, they, they, they're on a great trajectory. Okay. Yeah, cool. definitely. I I would say the Bills more so because I know Cleveland's go is on the upward trend, but I think the Bills are definitely a step or two above where the Browns are right now. They're competing. There's a team that's a quarterback away from being the main threat to the Chiefs, and I was watching this um, on Greeny. He's the one that okay. even that I, I saw this on. Who's that? Colts. The Colts. Two running backs. Great defense. Great O line. Yep. Got a 31 year old quarterback named Andrew Luck that's been chilling for two years. Jim Irsay apparently has left the door, left the door wide open for Andrew Luck to come back at any moment. Now, Greeny was saying all this, too, specifically. There is no, there is zero indication. There's no reason he's saying this. There's nothing other than just putting pieces together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there's no indication of Luck coming back. But they are literally uh, Andrew Luck. That This is what he said. He's like, they are an Andrew Luck away from being in the Super Bowl. <laughs> away from contending I believe it, though, Chiefs. man. I believe it. You like, give him, like. Got a good point. Yeah, I mean, you even got, like, the rumor mill that's going around, like, if they trade for Wentz if he was available or if they trade for Jimmy G or any of these other quarterbacks Matt that were possibly Ryan. available. Matt Ryan, that could be available. I know. I heard a rumor today about the Raiders getting in on the Deshaun Watson I mix. Saw. So Derek Carr that. could be on the move, man. So who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, but I think Derek was... Carr is a lateral move from Phillip Rivers, though. Yeah. I would agree. I tend to agree with that. Um, but that's all the NBA news that I have here. Uh, it is we've been rolling here talking about NFL for a minute. Um, so we'll yeah. kind of hop into the NBA news. Damn, we NHL have been for a while. I don't know. We've been talking about this is a big NFL special, Super Bowl special. <laughs> this is um, like an hour of NFL talk. Bro. Um, yeah. So I mean, you getting what you pay. You're not even paying. You getting what you came for. Um. I have some some uh, news and stats. I'm sure you have some of the same stuff that I do for here. An interesting That's stat I saw today. Not. Yeah. An interesting stat I saw today. The Brooklyn Nets are number one in points scored and dead last in points allowed in the NBA since James Harden went to Brooklyn. Do you know the stat about that? Apparently, that is in history of the NBA. What? For, for both of those. What? <laughs> Since James Harden, and listen, I saw this. This is another thing I saw somewhere else. I saw this on Max Kellerman talking about this. He said, That's crazy. They are since the NBA, or uh, yeah, like the, in the history of the NBA, since James Harden, they, that both of those stats are like records for the history, like the most points allowed and the most points scored. Wow. And the Nets did that. These guys. 
<laughs> these guys. They are they are looking nice though. They're um Yeah. Thirteen and nine, second, second in the West right now, or in the East. Yep. So they surged up to where they needed to be. They yeah. leapfrogged. It definitely um, gave Milwaukee. them that boost. Yeah. And especially yeah. with Kyrie coming back too. They're starting to like they're starting to gel now. Mm-hmm. Um in other news, Miami Heat Center Myers Leonard is undergoing season ending shoulder shoulder surgery. Miami's which is a big trouble. blow. As soon as like Jimmy Butler came back too. Jim, Jimmy Butler came back. I think he dropped like thirty or forty points, man. He went off. And then you have this happen, which is like, oh man, it's just one thing after another for the Heat. Yeah, that sucks. They're having a They're bad season. They're not in the same is. position. No, yeah. not at all. Um, uh, story filed by ESPN, the NBA and MBPA are progressing towards an agreement for an all-star game on March 7th at State Farm Arena in Atlanta, a single-night event that would encompass an Eastern versus Western Conference game and skill competitions. So it's all going to be one night. I don't necessarily agree with it, um, just simply because, like, it's like, I know all of these games, at the end of the day, don't matter. It's just the sport. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, it, none of this shit matters. It's just playing ba- playing a game. But, like, even with that outlook on it, don't I don't see any reason to play an extra game like that you know what i mean if it's already uh, yeah. a short season especially like you're already getting putting all these from... different players from different teams together you know like i totally agree i, I you just... could have the all-star voting and the all-star teams but like yeah. there's no reason to play the game and actually have everybody come together and risk people getting covid you know there's no and then reason for going it. back and spreading it to literally every team at that point I think it's money um, trying to recoup yeah. some more funds for missed, yeah. missed stuff. But, like, I, I just don't sense. agree with that. I'll still watch it. So, shame on me. I'm still going to watch the game <laughs> if they play it. But, hey, man, like, I fair. don't. Go play basketball. I'm going to watch basketball. I will agree with it, but I'll watch it. And I'll be like, man, they, they probably shouldn't be playing this game. <laughs> that was a sick dunk. But you probably and shouldn't be here. Whenever the first news breaks about somebody having it after that All-Star weekend, you would, I told you. I told you. I would come on this podcast and be like, look look what happened. Look what How happened. How many players? 60. Look what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, other news, Bradley Beal apparently does not want to trade from the Wizards. Yeah. He's playing like an MVP, and he wants yeah. to stay on the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, you, everybody saw the video of him when they lost the other night, and he just looked like he's on, like, shaking his head on the bench. He's looking like. He's like thinking of a million things, you know. He's going crazy. Like, what am I, how am I gonna reach these kids? <laughs> how do I get out of here? But, but apparently, apparently he wants to stay. To. He wants to build. He wants to build a team in Washington, you know. And I respect yeah. it. I respect yeah, it, man. Especially with the season he's having, you know. He's he's playing really well. Just how many rebuilds are you gonna sit there through? You're wasting your career. But I respect it. Dame did the same thing, you know. Yeah, man. Exactly. Um, and the only other thing I have here is the NBA power rankings that were released by ESPN for week six. Okay. Um, but if you have other news, we can wait to go over that. Uh, tiny stuff. Like I had, I had about Bradley Beal. I had about the Nets. Um, 76ers. Mm-hmm. They are looking real nice. Even with yes. Joel Embiid, they are, they, they just got their first win. I think they're one and four now with when it would, uh, Embiid, Embiid doesn't now, play, but yeah. they're, Number one in the East, yeah, fifteen and six. Number one in the East right now. Beat my Lakers the other night on a crazy, yeah. crazy game. 
That like, was a wild game. Came down to the, like the Tobias Harris shot. Yeah, man. I like what the Sixers are doing lately. Um, I did want to say, as far as like like just little tidbits about the NBA, fans yeah. are back in some forms and fashion in certain stadiums. Yeah, about fans back. I saw that's great. There's Lakers fans there, and they're already starting yeah. trouble. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, that wasn't a Lakers fan. That was a Hawks fan. That was a Hawks a Lakers fan. Courtside Karen. Courtside Karen and like like everybody's saying like that thing is great. It is what it is. That's like, <laughs> hey, that's that's back. basketball, baby. Fans are back. LeBron loves it. He's like, yeah, I like they need that. They need that. Like now, LeBron gets that feel. Like whenever that Cavs uh, higher up said something the other day, yeah, Cavs, or he just like started clapping when when LeBron he missed. Free throw or whatever. It's yeah. like I took that personal. And then LeBron went off in the fourth quarter, <laughs> like he was Michael Jordan or some shit, and it was just great. I I love that fans are back in some form, you know. Yeah, so that's it's awesome. always good to see that. It's gonna be cool to see fans at the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, since they're yeah. fans. Even though there's gonna be more cardboard cutouts than fans, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, another thing, Lamelo Ball, man, every week. He's a starter now. Week, he got he's promoted a starter, to starter. now. And them Charlotte man, Hornets are looking nice. I think they're middle Michael of the Jordan's pack. Michael Jordan's finally like, I'm finally doing something with this team after where all these years. Where are they at? They're in the eight seed right now. They hold. They're holding that. So like, I know it's early still. We're a little bit over a quarter of the way yep. through the season, but but Michael Jordan might have figured it out. Might have found his star mm-hmm. to kind of build around there. One um, other thing. Um, yeah. Did you hear about Dennis Smith Jr.? Dennis he re- he requested because he's on the next Knicks right now, kind of riding the bench. He requested yeah. getting transferred down to the G League so he can get more minutes. Really? They granted it. He went down to the G League and he's going to be balling down there, trying to just like stay fresh and like everybody's commending the move as like that's that way awesome. he's not just sitting on the bench. Like he wants to be playing. He wants to swallow his pride. He's like, I'll go down to the G League. I don't care. Like, you know, I'd, like, I'd rather I'll, be down I'll there and fall start. out on these motherfuckers. Me, <laughs> yes. I'll show you what I can do. He's going right. to be dropping like 40 at night. <laughs> <laughs> but he went down to the G League on his own accord, and the team even granted it. I thought that was awesome. I didn't see anything like, about that. That's crazy. That's cool, though. Right, right. Um, you see Clay and Draymond. Talking yeah. all that Talking shit. Talking ish, before. man. Let's say Rodney McGruber. Honestly, yeah. don't really know who this dude is. So, like, yeah. I have nothing bad or good to say about him. But, like, I think Clay being a commentator during that game, talking shit on him was wrong. I don't think, yes. like, that was very unprofessional. Even if you're, like, yeah. even the commentator was like, okay, okay, take it easy. Because he started saying, like, he, he's a trash player. He's going to be out the league soon on the NBA broadcast. Right, you know, like yeah, it was definitely unprofessional of Clay to be doing that, man. But on the other Draymond hand, in the press conference, did you see what Draymond was saying? Yeah. Do you have the quote? He's like, "Who the fuck is no, not no." Uh, I just remember he's like, "Who the fuck is McGruber?" Like, or it's like, yeah. like it's a tough guy. Everybody leaves. And tough then you guy had now. a bull coming out saying that like this is just karma for like what a, Clay got karma because he hasn't played in two seasons. Like maybe you should start playing. To actually talk some shit or whatever. And then Clay went at him saying, like, I'll drop 40 on your ass, like, first night or whatever. Wait till we play each other. But, like, it's nice. It's crazy. I kind of like, it's crazy stuff, but, like, 
I kind of agree with both. Like, I don't agree with what Clay was saying, but like, I kind of got what the other dude was saying. Like, man, maybe start playing some games, stay healthy, start talking some shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really have a horse of that race. I just thought yeah, it was very interesting. Exactly. It's funny. It's, it's like, that's recent too. That just happened. So mm-hmm. that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talking ish. Much, other than I do have the hot not list here, like, as far as yeah. not. Luca, what are you doing? Man, them Mavs, they Six are in straight. trouble. Man. They do not Six look great at all. Losses. No. I only have two teams on the not list this week because like, they have yeah. six straight losses. Orlando has three straight losses. So they're, you know what I mean? But Dallas. And Orlando started hot. Um, but they've had, they've had some injuries. But, yeah, man, Luca and the Mavs, they, that was a team that was competitive. Like, they were competing the past couple years. But, like, jeez, right. man, they just look terrible. They're like the Heat. They how yeah. like, I don't know, man. I things don't know what change, but is. Yeah, things change, but the... it's crazy. It hasn't been that long. They were pretty deep in the playoffs not long, a couple months ago, you know? Yeah. Luca came back as Cheeseburger Luca. but anyway as far as the hot list i got memphis with seven straight wins houston with six straight phoenix with three straight and my honorable mention is utah because they were 10 and 0 they were on a 10 game winning streak but they just lost the game so they're 10 and 1 over the last 11 still utah apparently the only team over the last two seasons to go on a 10 game winning streak like this is the second time they've done it i was like damn okay Okay, that's pretty much um, all the NBA news that I had, though. Okay. Um, speaking of the top teams, I do have the ESPN power rankings here for the NBA before we move on. Uh, it's just the top ten here. Uh, number one, they have the Clippers as the top team in the power rankings as of right now. The Clippers. And then the Lakers at two. The 76ers at three. The Jazz at four. The Nuggets at five. The Nets at six. The Bucks at seven. Celtics at eight, Pacers at nine, which is okay. like the Pacers are in the top ten, man. And then the Suns are at ten. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's as of week six in the in the power rankings. But okay, I was a little surprised to see the Clippers because the Clippers, I just I feel like I never see anything on the Clippers. They're so quiet right, right now, and yet they have Especially a decent like, record. They're considered their top team right now. It's because people are not convinced by regular season Clippers right now. They want to see yeah. playoff P. They want to see if he could be They're playoff like, we P. We know what you can do in the. We know what you can do in the season. Now let's see what mm-hmm. if you can go a little farther than the playoffs. Right. Like kind of how mm-hmm. the Bucks and like how the uh, like how the Bucks are, how the Rockets were with James Harden. We'll have to see if they can do it with the Nets now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's the power rankings. That's pretty much all the news that's going okay. on here. The only uh, other tidbit of random news I had was the McGregor fight. Um, I know okay. neither of us really follow UFC too much or talk about it too much, but I figured yeah. I'd throw it out there. McGregor got knocked the, the boom, fuck boom. out. He got knocked the fuck out. I'm going to be happier. <laughs> I am not a McGregor fan. I usually root no, against McGregor. I'm not a McGregor fan. I'm not a hater. I'm not a huge MMA fan in general, but I I, I, I keep up on it. You know, it's sports news. I see what's, what's going on. I've been yeah, that, happy that since the boy Floyd knocked him out. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a couple of years ago, but we had a huge party for that. That was a good one. But um, Dustin Poirier got the victory. Congratulations yeah. to him. Congratulations to him knocking his ass out. 
Um, <laughs> I actually have a random bit of news as well. Since we don't cover baseball as much, here's some baseball news. Okay. Um, my boy, Ken Griffey Jr., will now serve as a senior advisor to the MLB commissioner. His responsibilities include youth development, baseball operations, and improving diversity within the league. And that's that is awesome. Amazing. Um, that's a I admit, I'm not choice. a big, huge baseball fan, but Ken Griffey Jr. has been one of my favorite players in baseball my whole life. Uh, growing up with Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on Super Nintendo back in the day, like I like, and then following him through his career, like it's crazy to see the career that he Backwards had. Cap, man, yeah. Like, and then we Griffey. talked about on podcast before about him playing with his dad, yeah, for a year, like a year or two. So that was cool. But like, it's really cool to see him like have such a high role within the organization, you know, within the yeah. MLB, within the league. Yeah, no, yeah within the league. Yeah, not just the organization, but the league. I think if anybody can get some younger, you know eyeballs on mlb maybe it's a, a, a ken griffey could get maybe. me and you our demographic to watch baseball more often yeah i know like, there's nothing i don't hate it i just i feel like i'm such a football or basketball fan that i usually baseball kind of takes the back seat most of the time because yeah i know man i wish if only maybe one day our dream come true we could do this as a full-time job then I will cover every sport on the planet. Exactly. You know, I don't got yeah. time to cover every sport. I'm I'm just getting. I'm just putting. I'm. I, I had my feet into the water of hockey last year. Now I'm up to my waist. Next year, yeah. hopefully, I'm up to my neck, and then go from there. But MLB, I'm that's up to my like neck in football and basketball. But yeah, exactly. I'm already up <laughs> there. I, I can only I can only be you know cover so many things. Oh, but, I mean, man. we do we do bring the breaking news at least for for yeah. uh, MLB and and like hockey. We've been covering a little bit more now, but I mean, even golf, we've we've covered some breaking news within golf and stuff and other sports yeah. as well. Even soccer, we've talked about before. But yeah. I mean, it's not stuff we would normally. Oh, in there. Yeah, here and there, you know. Um, but that's all the news I have as well. So, I mean, if you want, we can we can hop into the bias bubble. Um, I don't. Oh, uh, uh, we have NHL news I can actually oh, talk about yeah. here before. We get into that. Sorry. I, figured, I, figured. I, just <laughs> I was like, I, I know that. I'm missing something, but we'll cover it just here real quick. Some breakdown um, as the standings as of right now. Let me pull them up. Um, I'll just go through like the top ten in the league as of right now. Okay. Uh, Montreal Canadiens number one in the league as of right now with points. Uh, the Maple Leafs, uh, the Flyers are number three. Um, and then we got the Capitals, who are, are really good right now. And then we got Boston, got the Blues, got the Winnipeg Jets, um, Colorado Avalanche, and then we got the Wild, Minnesota Wild. Um, still, it's still early in the season. I mean, the, you're kind of seeing who the top teams are going to be as of right now. I mean, Montreal is really good. Toronto is really good. The Flyers, their wins look good, but like their play says otherwise. Their play hasn't really been showing how, like, doesn't represent how many wins they have. They've been getting the wins, but it hasn't really been in a in a great fashion. Um, I have a stat to prove that here. Um, the Flyers, who are thirty ranked thirty one in shots on goal in the league, they're like almost dead. They're like dead last in shots on goal. But they're number one in goal scored. Damn. <laughs> number, 
they're number one in points. So, I mean, if they're just picking their shots, man. And I, I'm going to tell you, every Flyers fan, including myself, it drives me crazy because they should be shooting nonstop. And, I, I, like, the whole time, I'm like, shoot the fucking puck. Shoot it. Have it open. Shoot the puck. They never do. And you see Flyers Twitter just, like, I wish the fans were in the crowd to tell them to shoot because even whenever there's fans in the, like, in the actual stands, they would yell at them to shoot the puck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I see it every game. You see on Twitter, they're like, "I wish there was fans in the stands to tell them to shoot the damn puck." Uh, <laughs> but that was a crazy stat too. I was like, "Damn, they're number one in points, but they're th- they're like almost dead last in points, like in shots on goal." So I mean, they're doing something right. I just wish they would shoot a little bit more. Um, and the, uh, speaking of Flyers, they're also also off to their best. 10 game start since the 2002 2003 season. I mean, so it's looking real nice for them right now. Yeah, they're getting hot. Apparently, um, they've been missing their star center here the past couple weeks. He only played the first game of the season. So somehow they've they've been racking up wins without him. He's supposed to come back here in the next seven to 10 days. So hopefully, once he comes back, they can start looking really good again, you know. Um, Exactly. Even better because they're somehow getting wins now. Um, but yeah, man, other than that, it's still early. Um, a lot of teams are pretty close in the standings. No one's really breaking away with any, any, uh, you know, within the standings. Nobody's really, yeah, exactly. Nobody's really fallen behind. Nobody's really ahead by that much. It's still too close. We're only a a couple weeks in right right now. Um, so a little too early to tell. It's not like the NBA now where we're kind of seeing who's going to be leading the pack. Going forward, any injuries, the teams are starting to kind of. I mean, the trade deadline's coming up as well for for but like we we, we kind of know what's going on in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's all I have. We can kind of hit our bias bubbles. I don't. I don't really have too much as far as bias bubble. Um, for both of them, okay. just like more or less, just kind of hitting. Um, Patriots, yeah. we did cover. Uh, I I only had three things or yeah three things written down for my Patriots bias because. Like like we were saying, there's not much going on right now. Until we get some more yeah. action when the season ends, we'll get tons of more more um, insight on, on different things. We've got draft news, stuff like that coming up. But as far as... Yeah, that, free agency trades. I was hitting on Danny Amendola and Bart Scott. Also, the dude is like, can't wait. He's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's an analyst now. They were both. Yeah. He was, because he was talking shit. Uh, he was happy about what Danny Amendola said. That's one thing I had on here about Patriot Way and all that and whatever. Um, I did have about Matt Stafford not coming after I was talking about him not coming last week. But yeah. That's some BS as well. One thing here is what do we do with that 15th overall pick? You know? I, yeah. I really would like to see us use that on Matt Jones just to see, like, why not have this quarterback in the in – the, like, just try it, you know? It's 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 Saban and Belichick. They're very good buddies, you know what I mean? So like why not? Like here's a quote yeah. from Mac Jones. He was asked about this actually in, in the uh in the what was, it here? what was he asked about? Let's see here. Yep, so oh no, 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 it was just like an interview with uh, Peter Schrake. But he was just yeah. like he said they saw New England be in a perfect land spot for him. His response is, there's all sorts of things out there for me, I guess. I got to meet I got to meet with 32 teams, got to meet with Patriots, 
there are some good scouts on there. Hopefully, I left a good impact on them. I think Coach Belichick and Coach Saban, who Alabama, you know, he just had Saban. Yeah. Obviously had a good relationship, and I hope Coach Saban has good things to say about me. But I assume he would. Obviously, one of my good buddies, Damian Harris, our, our young running back, is up there. Former Alabama, you know. He's mm-hmm. up there, too, so I talked to him a good amount. So, like, he played with Damian Harris, like, last year, so... I, I just I think it would be good, man. It's they got a little bit of a a, a rapport yeah. as far as Saban yeah. goes, as far as Harris goes. Like we need a nice There's there's links. Here. They're connected. They're starting your, the pieces are coming together. We need a flashy quarterback. We need a game manager. We need a Tom Brady, man. Like uh, Yeah. Carbon exactly. Tom Brady over 15 years. <laughs> Who says you need a top 10 pick QB, man? Tom Brady was it? He wasn't 199. <laughs> sixth round but that's that's all i had for the patriots um just very interested to see what goes on with the draft here the closer we'll get the more insight we'll get on what people think yeah all the rumors and, right. and possible trades and everything that could be involved right but um as far as the lakers go they'd have the loss to the sixers on there we actually had the first two game losing streak of the season lost yeah the pacers right after that or not pacers the yeah pistons the pistons, right the pistons. Yeah, that was a surprising right. loss. I wasn't expecting that. And then bounce back to beat the Celtics after that. So I was very happy about that. It was nice to see mm-hmm. him back. Uh, we are 16-6. and six. I think that's third in the second or third in the West right now. Uh, but it's super close at the top there. I think the Clippers and us both have 16 wins. Uh, I think yeah. the losses, though. But, um, yeah, man, things are going, going pretty good as far as the West is concerned. <laughs> We got LeBron out here talking shit to fans. You got just things are looking great. Yeah. Already losing, you know, but hey, they're not going to win the ball. <laughs> got six losses yeah. on the season so far, so I'll take it. This is great. <laughs> yeah, man, them Lakers looking nice. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as me, um, Bulls, um, they've been kind of exchanging with – They've been them, the Raptors, and the Knicks have been kind of swapping spots to fight for that eighth seed mm-hmm. in the East. Um, they're currently eight and eleven. Uh, they had a couple games slide there that wasn't really good. Hopefully, they can get back on track. They just beat the Knicks uh, last night. It was um, a stat here that was pretty cool. I saw um, Zach Levine is averaging twenty six point six points, five rebounds, five assists, and fifty one percent shooting with one point three steals a game. Um, he's the only bull to average those numbers since Michael Jordan. Damn, and he's snubbed. Yeah, snubbed. Like, dude should be an all star. An all star this season. Dude should, dude should definitely be an all star. He keeps getting improving every year, man. Um, so I mean, the Bulls are looking nice. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. I, I obviously don't think they're going to be contending or with anything this year. I would like to see them scoop an eight seed, maybe squeak into playoffs, right. just to have them in the playoffs. Right. Um, and then hit free agency next year and hopefully get somebody to go along with, with Levine, you know, yeah. that can get kids. I'm, I'm glad that um, I'm like this because we signed AD and now he ain't going to Chicago. I'm like, yeah, was I was mad. I was so hoping that he was gonna go to Chicago. No. <laughs> I was hoping. Um, we t- I talked about the Flyers a little bit. Their their situation. Um, they're currently ten and uh, they're currently seven and two. Mm-hmm. 
um, with one overtime loss, which counts for with a couple points. So, I mean, they're 7-2 right now, which is not bad. They're doing very well. Um, the only other team that beats them is Montreal, and they're 7-1 and one right now with two overtime losses. So, I mean, they still get points for them. Um, but, I mean, they're doing really well right now. Hopefully they come back a little stronger once they get uh, the center back. Right. Um, Eagles news, there's really not too much. Um, they hired former they hired former Rutgers and Texas cornerback coach Jay Valai, not Jay Jay Ajayi, but Jay Valai. Um, he was supposed to join Houston in the same role, but decided not to. He decided to sign with Philly instead. <laughs> apparently, he was like, apparently he was planned on signing with Houston, and like he backed out at like the last minute. Said uh, no. Said, uh, no. Um, and then we also hired former Jets and Rams uh, defensive back coach Denard Wilson as the secondary coach. He coached Jamal Adams, Janoris Jenkins, Rodney McLeod, who still plays for us, uh, Trumaine Johnson, LaMarcus Joyner, and Morris Claiborne. So hopefully uh, that'll kind of get the secondary up and running a little bit better in the past couple seasons. Um, they also hired Jason Michael as their tight ends coach. Um, he's a former Titans offensive coordinator. He's coached uh, tight ends the past two seasons with the Colts. He's another Nick Sirianni connection. That's up to that's up to four or five coaches now that were from the Colts that we stole. Meanwhile, the Lions are stealing Eagles coaches. They took <laughs> Press Taylor. They took Deuce Staley. And they took somebody else who was also an Eagles coach as well. So they they're just like swapping swapping all these coaches around the Rams, throughout the league. Rams losing all their front office pieces. There. Yeah, the Rams lost so. all their coaches. Um, and then the only other news I have here, um, Zach Ertz, pretty much his time in Philly is officially done. Um, they, there was a report saying uh, he was told, not Zach Ertz, but a reporter was told that. Sackerts will not play in Philadelphia Eagles ne- for the Philadelphia Eagles next year. There appears to be some hard feelings. How Ertz, a big contributor during the Super Bowl run, was treated last season. Uh, rather than cut Ertz, Eagles expect to try to trade him. Ertz has two years remaining on his deal as of right now. Um, I've been saying that they've been going to trade him all, all season long, that they've been expecting it. Uh, I, I mean... I understand his point of view, but on the other hand, the Super Bowl was like three years ago. Yeah. Now, since then, he the 2018 season he did well. 2019 season, 2019 season he did well, but since the Super Bowl hit, he's been kind of going a little downhill. Yeah. I'm not saying he's been playing bad, but, he but he's just been like production. he's not the top three tight end that he was. Right. You know, uh, I mean that also could be due to the offensive issues as well but it seemed like goddard was the the guy they were kind of going towards with the future um but as of right now it seems like they might be drafting um what's his name if i can find kyle pitts who's like apparently one of the top tight ends over the past like five years in the draft like he's apparently amazing that you keep like you can't stop him so i'm a little weary on them drafting a tight end especially with goddard who we know who can be really really good who i i there's other people yeah. there, but we'll see what happens. I would rather have a wide receiver because our wide receiver situation is so like questionable and abysmal yeah. right now. I would rather, man, if we can get Devontae Smith, 
Take that, dude. If he is there on the board, take Devontae Smith. I want that kid in the Philadelphia Eagles jersey, man. Yeah, man. I would love to see him in the Eagles jersey. Have Carson develop a rep. Yeah, number six, go up to number six. So, I mean, hopefully that can happen. At least get some sort of wide receiver, man. Um, And... I don't know. I don't think we talked about it on the last podcast, but Nick Sirianni began a lot of a lot of flack for his press conference that he had yeah. stumbling, being a little nervous. I think it's unnecessary flack. I know that like all the pundits on ESPN are ripping him, saying it's unprofessional. But dude, as long as he can coach, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, you can do. You can go out have a dude like Chip Kelly who was fucking amazing with the media, but then go out and look what happened. Like, come on now. Doug Peterson was never great with the media. And then he ended up winning the Super Bowl. I mean, it is what it is. Dude's a first-time head coach. He was a little nervous. I've seen interviews with him since then. And I even saw an interview before the press conference where he was having, like, one-on-one interviews. Dude knows his shit. He's super smart. He wasn't nervous. He was just nervous during the the press conference. It is what it is. I'm not, I'm not really shook about it. Um, he did say today there was a report saying that they, they keep asking him about the, the Wentz and Hurts situation, which you're not going to get an answer on it until probably training camp. But he said that there's going to be competition between all positions, not just the QB position, which general coach thing to say. That's Everybody's going to have competition. Answer. Yeah, exactly. So, other than, exactly. So, I mean, that's pretty much all there is news-wise. Pretty much just a bunch of coaching hires. Pretty much the coaching staff is filled out except for one role, and that's the running back coach, which Stu Staley did. Um, and the only thing I news I have on that is I saw right before we got on here, um, apparently somebody asked Brian Westbrook on Twitter if he was interested in the job, and he said he's available. <laughs> so, bro, I would totally be down bringing Brian Westbrook back as a running back coach with Miles Sanders because yeah. they were kind of like – kind of – I wouldn't say the same player, but they kind of have similar yeah. play styles. So, I mean, that would be really cool. I would love to see him um, as the running backs coach going forward. But that's all I have. Okay. Um, I know we've been taking up time, but we're going on an hour and a half now. But we'll get these. We have one more thing to do, man. One more thing before we can let everybody go. Where we got super and that's the crazy sports stack. Super duper crazy, crazy facts. Um, the first one here, this is all about Super Bowls. Uh, why, why is it called the Super Bowl? You may ask. Um, but the legend is Kansas city chiefs owner at the time, Lamar hunt coined it based off of, of a Super Bowl toy. His daughter and son played with this, this, the dude that like, AFC a, championship trophy named after <laughs> it was just Lamar based off trophy. of a Super Bowl, a super bouncy ball. They were playing was like, you know what? That sounds kind of catchy. Maybe we should name a Super Bowl. What about a Super Bowl? A bowl game, but it's super. Um, A total of 12 teams have never won a Super Bowl in the NFL. Um, We got the Browns, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Chargers, the Titans, the Cardinals, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Vikings. Of that group, the Browns, Lions, Jaguars, and Texans have never made it to the game and the entirety of existence. Never even smelled it. Half of his career, man. It's crazy. Now, this one could change. 
come Sunday. There's only one starting quarterback who won a Super Bowl title with two different teams, and that was Peyton Manning. Oh, shit. (laughs) And that could change Sunday if Tom Brady wins. Super. he was the only one. Old Peyton Manning. Old big forehead. (laughs) Five-head. Five-head, yeah. (laughs) Only, uh, Only one man has been named MVP for the losing team. Super Bowl MVP, and he was on the losing team. Hold up. What year? Because like I feel like I know this. Oh, it's gonna. It's way back. Okay, then never mind. It's Super Bowl, Super Bowl five. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! That I definitely was gonna Super Bowl five. His name is Chuck Howley. The Dallas Cowboys lost to the Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl five, but Howley had two interceptions and was voted most valuable player. Wow. Even in the loss. Um. The game has gone to overtime only once, and that was the Super Bowl 51 with the Falcons and the Patriots, where they blew the 28-3 lead. <laughs> Trust me, I already knew that one. As soon as that started coming I figured you mouth. would. I figured you would. Oh, oh, oh. I, I know that one. Uh, the AFC team and the NFC team take turns being the home team for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is crazy because I don't know if you saw this, but Tom Brady is once again wearing white in the Super Bowl this year. They're wearing their way jerseys. Yep, <laughs> so I feel like Tom Brady just loves that whites during the Super the Bowl. Choice as the home team. Well, yeah. It just happens to fall NFC, but like, yeah. really they get the choice this year, FC, so they chose white, which it's a weird superstition about how many times the white jerseys win. Yeah. Um, the Patriots have appeared in the most Super Bowls. That would uh. 11 would be 11 as of 2019. Three more than the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Broncos. Um, and the Patriots and Broncos also have lost the most Super Bowls yeah. <laughs> in we lost history. Five. As, of, as of 2019, they both have five losses mm-hmm. under their belts. No, wait. Uh, yeah, because we lost to Brett Favre, and then we lost to the... Uh... The Bears, the 85 Bears, or 86%, one of those, that was the 85 Bears. Yeah. Um, the next one here is there's a good reason, uh, the reason why they use Roman numerals to refer to the Super Bowl. Um, they were adopted to clarify any confusion that may occur because the NFL championship game, Super Bowl, is played in the year following a chronolo- chronologically recorded season. Numerals one through four added later uh, for the first four Super Bowls. So it was like Super Bowl 96, Super Bowl 85. Yeah. So, you know, something like um, that. Only one that didn't was Super Bowl 50. Yeah, which is straight up 50. Yeah, Super Bowl 50. Mm-hmm. Um, Super, Super Bowl 53 was the lowest scoring game, Super Bowl, lowest scoring Super Bowl in the game's history, and that was the, when the Patriots beat the Rams 13-3. to mm-hmm. uh, The game has been played in 10 different states, Arizona, California, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Minnesota, New Jersey, and Texas. Um, the Vince Lombardi Trophy is a football mounted in a kicking position, in case people didn't know that. I, I mean, I guess uh, I could have guessed that, but I never knew that it was on purpose like that. Like, interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the last one I have here, is that it's a football with a kicking position. Um, apparently, there is a story here. Um, only company... 
Um, it's according to Football Hall of Fame. He tells us a great story about then NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle reaching out to Tiffany and Co. to make the trophy. Only company he contacted was Tiffany, which he which brought in the company's design chief Oscar Reidner as a native of Switzerland who knew nothing about football. Yeah. Reidner went to FAO Schwartz and bought a football that he put on his kitchen table. The next morning, he grabbed the box of cornflakes, poured them into a bowl, and stared at the football while eating. <laughs> Upon finishing his cornflakes, he took a pair of scissors, started cutting the empty box, and transformed it into a trophy base atop the football it could sit. Like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> it all makes sense. It's it's all so clear now. But that's all the, the, the Super Bowl facts that we have. That We wanted to give you an extra special fact section of our podcast um for an extra long podcast we've had this is the longest one we've had in a minute but just just me and you without a guest um so exactly so it definitely deserved to be a little longer with the big big game um so before we go make sure to like and subscribe follow on twitter please and definitely make sure to check us out this coming sunday our big game live stream can't call it super bowl but it's the big game live stream. We get taken down if we call it the the other day. Um, but the big game, we're going to be live live streaming the whole thing, commentating during the whole game. Have guests coming in in and out from time to time. It should be a really good time. So make sure to check us out. Then it's it'll start around six o'clock, quarter after six, right. between then. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully we're in for an exciting game. Hopefully it's great. Uh, hopefully we get to see both teams kind of doing their thing. See the the duel that we. We deserve between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I can't wait. Um, I really hope so. Um, but until then, we'll have a lot of cover to cover next week with the whole Super Bowl breakdown. But until then, make sure to subscribe, and we will see you Sunday for the live stream. Peace out. See you, everybody. <laughs>